You're listening to Front Porch Theology, a podcast of New Heights Church. We laugh, we argue, we carry on. So welcome to our front porch. Have a seat and let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the Front Porch Theology podcast, Blizzard Edition. That was I'm an here interesting with... opening. I'm Jeremy. Hey, I'm Will. What's wrong with your voice? I'm cold. Oh, I'm so cold. Does it change your voice? Yeah. Yeah, it's hard nope. to gather my... Nope. Nope. Don't go there. It's hard to gather my voice. <laughs> okay. Well, um, we need our church to give, give generously <laughs> so we can fix the heat. Can I tell you all, my mind has been, since I had COVID this past time, my mind is just like broken. I cannot Well, talk. it didn't start then. Uh, <laughs> maybe just, maybe know, COVID well, made you aware of your broken. Maybe you can go back and listen to previous episodes. No, but. I... <laughs> No, I, I really, I re-listened to last week's episode, and I really could tell where I struggled to just even have thoughts. Not yeah. even, like, have coherent thoughts, just to have the thoughts. Well, now you have to add being freezing into that. I'm actually sweating underneath these clothes, but my ankles are super cold. <laughs> You're looking so it's, many it's clothes, like dumb and like. dumbers, like, oh, man, my hands are sweating. Here, you have, you have pair two pairs of gloves on? <laughs> One. Extra gloves? Oh, oh you're man. talking about the movie. Okay, so I think our heat's going to work tomorrow. Tomorrow? Wow. Okay. Yeah, but fingers crossed. Well, you Groundhog know, Day. We couldn't wait on is that tomorrow. Uh, is that tomorrow? I don't know. I, don't I think. Okay. Yeah. What's we, his name, Mister Poppledink? What is it? The the Groundhog. Poppledinker. Poppledinker. I don't think that's right. It's something like that. Punxsutawney Phil. Punxsutawney. Punxsutawney. Yeah. Punxsutawney. You weren't even close. I said it's over the P. Phil. His name's Phil. Poppledink. Phil. Yeah. Mr. Punks, say it again. Punxsutawney Phil. Is that a place? Yeah, I think so. How did they get a, the, the monopoly on the, the groundhog I don't market? Know, the, the groundhog is just named <laughs> Phil. It's a very simple name for the groundhog. Yeah, it is. It's close to Leslie Nopes Town in Indiana. Oh, is it? Well, so in, on Groundhog's Day, hopefully we'll get our Great heat movie. working at yeah. the church again. Only for it but to be we, knocked out by a winter we blizzard wait, coming. We, had to, we, we have listeners are, are asking questions. Yeah. We oh, couldn't, yeah. We couldn't delay. No. no. We need to come into the cold studio and record a podcast because the people want answers, Heather. And I would have been angry if we would have canceled because I am so prepared. Winter's coming. Are you prepared? Nah. You're never prepared. Nah. All right, I'm ready. I'm prepared. I'm prepared. I don't remember all the questions, like but I'm prepared. One of them make it. was about the documentary called... Stop, we're not starting with that one. Oh, we're not? You're not the host. Be quiet. Okay. Over there. Well, we were just trying to like no. politely spur you on to no. what we're supposed to talk about. I know you're over there like going, whack, whack, <laughs> like with your coffee all wrapped up. You're making sound effects. We weren't even going to make it to a topic if, <laughs> if it weren't for Jeremy. Stop. Stop. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my. We can't understand you. <laughs> we only get about half of what you okay, say. Okay, just stop. Settle down. Song, Ready? Isn't it? Yeah. Never mind. Is it? Just okay. Keep, keep going. So we're going to cover three questions today if we can get through it. I'm ready. Jeremy's Jeremy's distracted. He's I'm getting, he's, I'm paying attention. He's getting all. He's like the hoodie uh, hoodie went yeah. down. The straps are untied. So this was a question. There appears to be a stigma against singleness and pastoral roles. In today's church culture, culture, <laughs> despite Paul's positive message regarding it, albeit outside of the pastoral content in 1 Corinthians 7, in your view, is singleness a barrier to pastoral roles or eldership, etc.? Nope. Okay. 
You're going to play the devil's advocate, aren't you? I'm going to play the devil's advocate. The devil needs no advocate, Jeremy. Okay, so here's... Do I think it... Okay, so the question is... My answer is no. Final answer. It doesn't mess with qualifications. Of course not. Um, So... Paul encouraged people to be single. Do I... All right, but do you encourage pastors to be single? Uh... That's a that's a good question. Yeah. So he didn't say they had to had to be married though. Husband of one wife, yeah. Mister Wheel. Well, that's yeah. We get we can talk. Okay, let's talk about husband yeah, of one like, wife. What's that, that qualification mean? Yeah, I think it says don't be a polygamist. That's what I think it means. I think it's more referring to the being a one woman man. Would. Of course, I would. Yeah, one woman. I don't man. think it's just. I think polygamy sells it short. Okay. Of of the app the wow. I'm not I'm an I'm an idealist with my hermeneutics. So of course I want it to <laughs> yes. I want it to mean more than but just more. what it's actually saying. Okay. I I think polygamy is the first thing in mind. Yes. Like you're not the pastor's not supposed to have a whole bunch of first ladies if you will. Mm. Um cuz then you need to have second and third ladies. Um yeah, I would call some drama. Can't have that. Binders. Yeah, but, binders of ladies. But I think there's an implication that that the qualification is that you're a one-woman man and that you're not lusting after women, you're not cheating on your wife, you're not having an affair, you're not uh, committing adultery um, yeah. with your heart or your actions. Um, yeah. I think those are implications of it as well. Yeah. So that that's what I think that means. It does, um, it's not that you have to be married. I don't think so. I don't and, think so. And I also don't think it means that you could never have been divorced. Um because if you if you backtrack and retroactively apply all those qualifications, then that means you could have never been a drunkard, you could have never been a brawler, you could have never been greedy. And we and know that that would disqualify all, everyone. It would, yeah. Um, no, I agree with you. I, so I think that uh, I think the 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 obstacles it creates. Um, but you don't. So Paul was single. Yeah. You don't think Paul is a pastor? No, I don't. We talked about that on a recent episode. Yeah, I, I would not qualify him You're crazy. Pastor. Okay. Paul's definitely a pastor. He pastored in Ephesus for like three years. Okay. I mean, I, I it's you on the say, pod. People you, go, listen, two episodes ago, I, I say. That was one of our best episodes. The one without was, Heather. What? It was, a, it was a good episode. <laughs> <laughs> you would I say, say You would say I Paul apostled in Ephesus for three years. I'd say he had a I'm pretty sure. Church. I'm pretty sure Jeremy said he was a traveling evangelist. I definitely did no, not say that. No, he <laughs> was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um. So no. I, I. The reason why. Okay. So I think the obstacles <clears throat> it creates is is not biblical ones per se. As far as like, are you qualified? You're I, just saying pragmatically. Pragmatically creates some issues. And I we've seen pastors who are single who do a great job. Um, who've done a great job, individually who did get married, but it didn't change whether or not they were a good pastor or not. It, um, I think... Um, Pragmatically, let me play devil's advocate. Sure. Um, to you. Okay. For once. Mm-hmm. Pragmatically, it could also help. There, there are certainly it areas could. where it could hinder, like like marital counseling, mm-hmm. for example. Yep. You don't have your own experience to go on. Yep. But it could help. Uh, Paul's, Paul's whole premise in 1 Corinthians 7 is remain single so that you have more time to devote to the Lord. And so in your singleness, uh, if you're a single pastor, um, ideally you could you could put more time into pastoring. Yeah, because you don't have yep. the responsibility of family, children. Sure. The, 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 you definitely have more time. With And anyone who says otherwise is, is silly. Yeah, uh, I I do think the 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 practice the other side of it is when you're pastoring, like when it comes to let's say parenting, marriage counseling, those sort of things, where um, whether it's fair or not, because here here's the problem: 
Scripture speaks for itself on these issues, so I should be able to say, listen, this is what the Bible says. I don't have to – my experience doesn't add legitimacy to what Scripture says, right? That's true. So, so, but I think – You just made a good argument against yourself. I'm not saying that you have to be married. I'm just saying <laughs> the, the way that people approach you, it, it may be very – and that's what I mean. People, I think – It's harder will, for people to – to hear that, yes. coming from someone who's not, who can't seemingly can't understand what they're dealing with if they're having marital issues or parenting issues. I'm just thinking realistically, people look at a lot, not everybody, but there's a lot of people who go, "Oh, you're not married, you can't talk to me about marriage," and that's and that's silly because silly. there's a lot there's a lot of circumstances that I speak into as a pastor that I know nothing about. Sure, but the Bible speaks about it, right? Right. So that's that's yeah. So if 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 I uh, yeah so I that's, so the so the consensus would be. You don't have to be married. Yeah, there probably shouldn't be a heavy stigma against single there men is, who want to okay, go into pastoral. Let's ministry. talk about the stigma part, though. Okay. Um, the stigma part is why, okay. The question is why aren't you married? Why aren't you married, Mister Single? Mister Single. <laughs> yeah. And, and I, what, what, what would be the first? What do you mean? Like, that? like that's a that's like a suspicion that people will have. Oh, absolutely. So here, here, there's two things. So. There, well, there, there's about, a stigma on single women. That. There's a, sing, a stigma on single women, and the older you get as a man, there's a stigma on it being single, without question. Oh yeah, because I think something. I mean, it gives it gives a stigma that something's wrong with you, yep. or um, that's not fair at all. No, well, it's not. that yeah, and I think that's where the church just needs to correct. Um, every every time that we we've preached about uh, maybe not all the pastors but like when i preach about marriage i try to i try to actually exhort the church like don't tell young single people in our church like when you're gonna settle down and get a get a wife or get a husband because it's just that that's just not what everybody's gonna do now being called the singleness is not not being able to find a spouse being called the singleness is what then being called the singleness yeah this phrase, like some people, are like I'm called the single. I don't, I don't know. I that wish I, I were married. I don't like the phrase. Okay, I, I don't know that I like the phrase. What do you? What I do would you, reject the phrase. Reject it. I'm single right now. That's all. That's all you need to say. Yeah, like it doesn't I'm mean called the single. Yeah, you don't have to say I will 100 percent be single forever because God told me from heaven that that's what He had for me. So I think there are people who hmm. I don't mind people being called the singleness, but I think if you're if you want to have sex with with. Uh, someone of the opposite gender, or the same, um, <laughs> okay. at, at all, and you want to be married, then that's a that's a sign that you're not called the singleness. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? So I, I would, uh, I think marriage is a beautiful thing, a wonderful thing. If you can get married, um, you will have less time, but it is a blessing in its own right. It's a good thing to pursue. It is a wonderful thing to but pursue. But if it's if it's not happening, you don't have to rush it. Nope. You don't have to. You don't have to force it. Nope. It's not a prerequisite for actually, ministry. Actually, forcing it will get you in major trouble. It would. It would. It'll ruin your ministry. Actually, <laughs> yeah, so, in marriage. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I would say yeah, don't. Uh, but yeah, th- as far as the stigma, uh, that's usually just with people who have this presumption that for the stigma, let's work on that. Yeah, let's. let's I was about to make a really powerful. Let's point. help the church. I was be about to better. make a really powerful point. He interrupted me, but it's fine. It's fine. It probably wasn't that mm. powerful. <laughs> we can move on. Jeremy, would you like to shower? Sh- would you like to shower your powerful point with me? No, no, no. no okay. I'm, I'm, I'm good. It, there was a powerful it. point. All right, so we're gonna move life changing. <clears throat> we're gonna move on to the next question. Okay. You understand what that means? <laughs> yeah, we got you. 
Could the pastors watch and respond to the documentary 1946? Thanks. That's Explanation a, point. That's a great question. <laughs> could we watch it? So before we start, could we watch question. it? Before we start, I'm going to read the synopsis. So um, to our okay. listeners who ever submitted this question, we were unable uh, between the three of us. We tried. We tried. We have a lot of intellectual power to figure things out between the three of us. We have Google, Safari. Firefox. We have our spouses that can help us. Exactly. <laughs> that's right. That because that's where Ma. I asked. <laughs> I asked Amanda for so much help trying to find this mm-hmm. documentary. That's yeah. Claire. Jason yeah. told me just don't. Our kids um, no, were trying to help. So we were unable to find this, but what we were able to find, Pastor Jeremy was able to find a video clip of the director. Um, Basically, yeah, she gave the argument of the movie. Okay, she gave the argument of the movie. So before we start uh, with the discussion of it, I am going to read the synopsis, just a portion of it, because this is like 22 paragraphs long, the synopsis. And I'm reading from imdb.com, and for those of you that don't know, this is just for any like TV or movie shows. Um, it's like it gives you all the information. It'll tell you a yeah, summary today's of the Today's podcast cast, is actually sponsored by imdb. IMDb.com. That's good. So, synopsis. 1946 is a feature documentary that follows the story of tireless researchers who trace the origins of the anti-gay movement among Christians to a grave grave mistranslation of the Bible in 1946. Can we stop there? Can we just stop right there for a second? Yes. Okay. So, it traces the anti-gay movement to 1946. Did you know that before... In 1945... In 1945, right, the, Christ, the the church was like all pro-gay, almost all gay, in fact. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the argument that's made in in the documentary that she makes that it's that a silly argument. It is a silly argument okay, that somehow that you need I'm to, just being passionate. It's just you it's need a, to write in the sarcasm. You settle down because somebody we'll asked this question. Shh. All right, I'm sorry. Who wants a I'm good sorry. honest answer? I'm, I'm giving an honest sarcasm. answer. I'm giving an honest answer. It's a bad argument. Okay, I'm not finished reading. Don't interrupt me again, or something's going to happen. All right, I'm just, I'm just saying. I'm you just saying. This. I just spent two hours. Reading and listening. You see this? I'm, uh, I'm uh, Keep okay, your mouth shut until I'm I say <gasps> you can talk again. I'm kidding. Oh man, not I nice wanted the green I, code. Uh, okay, so I started. I stopped at 1946. It chronicles the discovery of never before seen arch- archives <laughs> at Yale University. I, maybe I shouldn't be reading this. At archives at um, never before seen archives at Yale University, which unveil astonishing new revelations and cast insignificant doubt on any biblical basis for LGBTQIA plus prejudice, featuring commentary from prominent scholars as well as opposing pastors, including the personal stories of the film's creators and original music by Grammy-winning artist Mary Lambert. Okay, this is necessary. We didn't need the, we Come need on, the we don't soundtrack. Need, yeah, we don't need you to read I the credits. I told you I'm reading the first paragraph and i will finish with this uh, last sentence all right finish it and the original music by grammy winning artist mary lambert 1946 is a at once challenging enlightening and inspiring all right so okay thank you for that yeah we really needed the fullness of that all right so so a couple a couple of things again th- this idea that the conspiracy that before 1946 homosexuality was accepted wide world wide in the church it's just so silly. It's a silly argument by the doc. I'm and not saying, and that's what's. Uh, again, I tried to watch. I couldn't find it anywhere. Um, I watched someone watching the doc. If anyone, if anyone listening has a DVD of it or something, Please. I would love to watch. Or knows it. a way that we can watch it for I free. really would. Love I wouldn't to watch love it, it, but I would be willing. Yeah, I wouldn't love it, but I no, I would. I would watch it. Um, but watch I it just, together. Yeah, I'll watch it with you. There we go. Sure. But um, but I'm sure that the documentary doesn't say. 
oh, the church was pro-gay in 1945. No, I'm sure it it's doesn't. just, but it is the implicit argument that they're not paying attention to is that. Yes. But if if they're saying the anti-gay movement, which is literally what the producer calls it, started in 1946 with a mistranslation, then then the of, inherent of, of the RSV, assumption is before that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Needless to say that there were many other translations before that, after that, and and that it was this, and there was this. Uh, MDiv student, and for anyone who doesn't, and some of this might be like come down to how translations are made and how many people are involved, and that an MDiv student is like nothing special when it comes to translating this, and that there are many issues that people have with every translation because English is not Greek and Hebrew, and when you translate it, there are words that man just don't. Here, I'm gonna give an example, and this is not me being silly or shock jockish. It is maybe a little bit, but (laughs) I'm preparing myself. So it's okay. So and someone says, and in our today's language, we might say someone wants to have sex with so and so, right? But when you read when you read other translations, older translations, in fact, it doesn't. Some other somebody says in the Bible, you know, he he wanted to enter her or something of that nature. Yeah, Uh, and so like that's that's a different phraseology. Um, but maybe that's. But it's a very literal translation right. of what the Greek said, right? Versus we might say he had sex with that individual. Right. So that's what we're talking about. We're talking about tr- capturing and modernizing language. That means before 1946, there were other versions. So let's set it up a yes. little bit. Um, the the entire documentary is based on First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine. Yeah. One verse that they say is mistranslated, and that, by um, the way, is not that one verse is not the reason why Christians think that exactly. Um, but First Corinthians six nine in most modern English translations use the word homosexual, and so uh, the argument is that's a mistranslation. It shouldn't be translated as homosexual. It should be something else. It's two words put together. Right. A man who it's like a man who well, wars with himself, or a man who lays with another man. It has to do with two men who are laying together. It's, it's arsenokoites in, in Greek, yeah. and it is a, it's a compound word, and it has to do with men who are laying together, or it can also mean abusing one another. Um, so the King James Version, which was translated well before 1946, the King James Version um, says, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, which right. is a very like wordy okay. statement. This This is... right. The, that's why man, man wars against the yeah, word. The word man. in ancient times was used to describe what they would call sodomites, right? Um, and, and the, which so, is not politically acceptable. It's not, days. and so and so. What is clear? I think what is clear, and and what all um, almost all modern English translators agree is that is the word that most fits in our modern language to describe what's happening there is homosexual. The word right before it is not even debated, which is effeminate. And so it's, yes. it's, it's men who are refusing to act like men and step into biblical masculinity, but rather be effeminate. And, 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 the, and they don't, they don't mean men who are, they're, they're, you said, well, men who are not, it's not one acting like men in the sense of like cutting down trees and things like that, but because all men do it's, that, no, right? It's it's like it's it's talking about in the sexual nature, right? Exactly, and I, I think I think what's what's probably again I want to watch the documentary, but what's probably n- glaringly missing 
from documentaries like this. Um, I've actually had people send me TikToks with the same argument. The word homosexual was added in to, to kind of – it is a conspiracy theory. It's like to create this anti-gay agenda in the church that wasn't there before. Um, and, and they'll say, like, this is just translated in this way to, to weaponize and and marginalize and all these things. But but all those people who argue that completely ignore Romans chapter 1, which isn't just one word. It's a, it's a full description of – of of men leaving what is natural and laying with other men, having sexual relations with them, and women leaving what is natural to have sexual relations with one another, um, it's it's not it's not just this word. It's it's very descriptive. It's it's ignoring the Old Testament law, which over and over again, That's true, d- uh, calls it what it is. And we we kind of jokingly said on the phone because we're we contacted each other last last yesterday evening trying to figure out where we're watching this, trying to find it. Mm. And we spent more time trying to find the documentary than actually uh, <laughs> working through it. it um, <laughs> so we 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 uh, so one of the things that's kind of funny. Um, take the Old Testament text. This is something that Orthodox Jews accept as inspired, Christians accept as inspired, and and many Muslims and many Muslims, right? And all all of we can't agree on who God is, but we can agree on one thing: that homosexuality is wrong. Yeah, that that this and, text explicitly states that. Right, and, and it's it's not uh, again. It's it's way before 1946. You have you have you have early church writers talking about this stuff. You have uh, you mentioned King James. You know what Protestants said about King James uh, as, as a way to discredit? And I believe he was before 1946. He was. They said he was. They <laughs> a bit. Protestants wrote that he was gay. To, why to discredit him? Not because of an anti-gay movement. They were trying to discredit him and his original KJV version because it included because they said he was too Catholic friendly. Um, so, anyways, with all that being said, the, the there is no anti-gay movement. I, I will I will say this: there are people who are deeply unkind. So I want to kind of on the on the other side of this: there are people who are deeply unkind with those who have sexual sin and treat sexual sin more grossly than they would treat. Heterosexual sin, or whatever it is that you know, any sin, right? We mm-hmm. we tend to demonize, and I think that's that's wrong. And I, even the, when I the hear same the woman verse, talking about the it. same verse mentions as people who practice idolatry. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not just it's not just homosexuality. Well, I, I heard the, the the creator of it talked about her experience. I did watch this part. Um, I watched as much of it as I possibly could find, but uh, she talked about her experience. How people told her that she could not get to heaven because she was gay. And I'm just like, what church did you go to? Uh, yeah. That's what I was going to ask if if you, if that ever came out in the was yeah. was the director of the movie. Or yes, and of course, all of these all of these arguments, maybe not mm-hmm. all, maybe that's not fair, but usually these types of arguments are coming out of um, producers, content creators who have interacted with with just seemingly the worst church as possible. Yeah, and I think sometimes it. it it, it attracts clicks, right? It's like if I want to reach my audience, I need to have some fuel. I'm not saying this is her personal story, but but what what really drives that agenda is we we find the worst churches possible, the least charitable churches, and and that's who we'll highlight. The, like I'll be the first to admit, like there are a lot of there are a lot of Christians who get this issue wrong on a side that we would agree that homosexuality is sinful, homosexual activity is sinful, but the way that they come about it is uncharitable, is unkind, um, is is intolerant, and just unloving. And that's and that's not the way to come about it. What and I think that's I don't think that's the reason for the pushback against what scripture's saying. But it definitely feeds into it. It definitely feeds into it. It does. Yeah. I I, I would say this that 
that there is a lifestyle, and it's a, there's a, and I'm not just talking about uh, homosexuality. There is a heterosexual lifestyle that Scripture forbids, and um, it would it would not be wise of me to be like, man, I love this so much. What Scripture seems to call sin, I want to try to argue that it's not because I love it so much. Um, and I listen. I've heard people do that. I know people who, you know, they they have. They're having sex outside of marriage and doing things like that, and they will make justifications for it all mm-hmm. day long. Um, and they'll sometimes even use scripture or, or use the Lord's name in vain to, to I've prayed about it, and God tells me it's okay to move in with my girlfriend. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I assure you, this is not the case. Yeah. Um, and so it's done on both sides. I just I would just say submit to scripture and, you know, let, let, let that speak for itself. Don't don't adopt conspiracy theories. At least not that one. Now there are a couple that no, I wouldn't. No, no, no. But but just no, a few no. I want to talk. Not today. There, there's no, no, no. There's one about not Jeff. Today. Okay. I'm that basketball player. Jeffrey Bezos. Not in my house. You're wrong, Jeff. Oh. <laughs> at RFK. Dahmer. But I said no. At RFK, I'll never forget this. This is my biggest mess up ever. I said, uh, we have a Jeffrey Bezos had his own treasure box, remember? Yes. From Amazon. And I yeah. was like, oh. You said Jeffrey Epstein. I said Jeffrey Epstein sent us some treasure today. Luckily, the kids are too young to know what I was talking about. But oh, man, talk about the worst place to make that yeah. screw up. He's at a camp it, of, he's like a children's <laughs> camp. <laughs> He's trying to make a joke that only the parents would get anyways. That we oh have a, an Amazon a, a gifts from Amazon. So he's trying to say Jeff Bezos Trevor treasure box, and he says Jeffrey, Jeffrey Epstein's Epstein treasure box. Treasure box. <laughs> and that right there is why. Yeah, the I showed up. Listen, Anna, Anna Beatty was in the back. She was, was like, bad. Bezos, Bezos. And that right there is why Chapel Tom <laughs> trumps whatever you were doing. Oh, um, my goodness. I can't believe you said that. All I right. Know. So we are going to cover the last thing that was sent in. So um, <clears throat> a TikTok link was sent in. And um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just laughing at all the little things that were like on the TikTok link. Have you seen it? Mm, I love that. It's link. like uh, there's what there's like this thing of. <laughs> <laughs> There's this thing up in the left corner. It's like it. Satan doesn't want you to know this. And yeah. did someone send this to me? It will send it to us in the yeah, I sent uh, it to you. in oh, the group me app. Oh. It's a guy. Yeah. It's a guy. He's first of all, he's really mad. He's really angry. He uses a lot of foul language to talk about. He's Jesus, ticked off honestly because so. people aren't using Jesus' real name. Off. So um, at the top, it oh, says okay. Satan doesn't yeah. want you to know this. And yeah. Say the correct name or you'll go to hell. So he goes into this big two-minute rant about how um, we have changed Jesus' name. Uh In the Old Testament, his name was Yeshua and Uh Yahweh, and how we've changed it to Jesus. And that if we don't pray the correct name, we are going to go to hell pretty much. Mm. Okay. It's a good synopsis. That's what I thought. That's what I got. That's what I got the first two was seconds. A, was I didn't a lot watch more like that. cussing and I mean, like he was like using angry like, yelling. Like every at other word was like f bomb and everything else. And <clears throat> I was told one time I better. I mean, I, it was I had to read my effing Bible or or else. Oh, and uh, it didn't work. Oh, okay. Usually, when you scream cuss words at people to try to get them to convince them something about the Bible, it just usually doesn't. It yeah. doesn't go. Effects, it doesn't yeah. connect real well. <laughs> that reverse psychology. Yeah, right. It's like I don't want to do that. Then. So let's talk about it. Did. Was Jesus' name changed? I uh, mean, sort of, yeah. 
Um, it's called it's languages. It's, yeah, we we speak a different language, and yeah. so so that guy is if if he's correct on anything, <laughs> the only thing he would be correct on is if you're wanting to address Jesus in his native tongue when he was on Earth. Then sure, you would say Yeshua. Yeah. Um. That's that's what he's getting at. Um. But I don't I don't speak Aramaic. Yeah. I don't speak Hebrew. Um. The, I might study those languages, but that's not that's not the language I speak. In the same way that, you know, when, uh, you know, when I go to Mexico, it's Jesus. When I go to Ukraine, it's Isus. Um, it, it, there's just slightly different inflections that that go with language. Well, how I about mean, this one? There are sounds in other languages that don't exist in our language. What does this say? It says Germany. All right. Because you, but you, <laughs> you know, refuse to get rid of your Germany do, hood. Do you know where? You know, if you go to the great land that this is referenced, they don't call it Germany. No, they call they it Deutschland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because languages, languages change how we say things. Because we have different alphabets and we have different things, different sounds that we make with our mouths. Boom. Language I is mean, hard. It's it's listen, it's it's silly. I in my time like, in Ukraine, they try to teach me how to pronounce things. And, th- and I'll say something, and they'll say something, and I swear on all that is holy, we are saying the exact same thing. And they're like, no, you're not making the sound right. Okay, but- so so to say that you have to speak Hebrew, or you're going to go to... I mean, in essence, what he's saying, you have to say this Hebrew yeah, word. basically, yeah. At least at least Jesus' name in Hebrew. You have to say this Hebrew word, or you're going to hell. Um, is it's just a, It's just so silly. It's just a silly, silly thing to say. Um, I'm, I would be curious. Is he a Hebrew Greek onlyist when it comes to reading scripture? I think he just no. He's if not. not, then how would you no. know? How can you read God's word? The only thing, the only thing he's saying is when you pray, you have to pray in Jesus' name, yeah, and say, you have to pray. Yeah, yes, he's saying you have to pray because you have to call him what he was called. But Which I mean, there's like, there's a lot of other things he's he's not touching on too. I mean, like the the, the whole the whole premise of of uh, like you mentioned the. The name of the Father Yahweh, um, I am. You know, we would say I am in English to to translate what it actually means. But but the name Yahweh, and this is tradition. The Bible doesn't give us this command. But even in in Jewish tradition, they would not actually say uh, the name Yahweh. They would not utter it because it was so revered and so holy. Yeah, just a sacred um, thing. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, many traditions thing. wouldn't even write it. Okay. And, and so there's just um, there's a lot that he's just ignoring. Um, Does he say you have to say Elohim? I mean, I know what he's saying. It's, it's no, the, it's it's so his his point was like when you pray, you know how we always say in yeah, Jesus' I gotcha. name. Yeah, like his thing was call Jesus Yeshua. But but he's saying it's salvific. You better get this right, or you're I not. I mean, going it says this video could save your life. Yeah, and oh. he and he says <laughs> that he says that it's extremely disrespectful to call Jesus anything except Yeshua. Okay. What's really sad too is there's forty thousand comments on this. Hopefully, there's it's the one making fun of them. Uh, no, a lot, a lot of them are. No, I shouldn't say that. No, I mean the ones that I'm reading are like, I yeah, I've always said him. Yahweh and you know Yeshua, everything else. So that's um, that's a, a real quick other question Ugh. before we. I mean, cause we can be done with that question. Um, we actually were discussing this last week, and somebody had commented that sh- that they were told growing up if they didn't say in Jesus name at the end of their prayer that it's not that it like it's not sent make it yeah 
It's like the yeah. stamp button when you send an the, email. Like the if you don't get of it, the yeah. church and came yeah. back down. So came I, back I down. think I think this is like when we talk about using the Lord's name in vain. I think this is the greatest example of doing. Some people people think it's just saying GD or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I think using his name flippantly, or accrediting something to him that is not, or or, or what Jesus actually warns us about in our prayers, which is saying something just because it's like it's like an empty phrase that you just you think you're supposed to say. Yeah. It's um, mysticism. It is. It is what it is. It's superstition. It's acknowledging that the only way you go to the throne of grace is it's, through it's through a verbal formula. <laughs> basically. <laughs> well, but but in reality, the only way we go to the throne of grace is because because Jesus is our intercessor, right? Mm-hmm. We are able to approach the Father because of, because of what Jesus has done for yes. us. And so when we pray that it's a verbal recognition of why we're able to pray what we're praying and how we're able to ask what we ask. And in fact, I, I think anytime when I used to ask students, I used to say, uh, what does this mean? And people would say, that means your prayer's over. And I'm like, that's not what it means, right? You, it, I mean, yes, it's usually what we say at the end of a prayer, but, but think about what you're actually saying and think about what you're actually saying when you pray that. Um, and make it a worshipful moment rather than a, just a clause that is like a like a stamp, stamp seal yeah. on a prayer, that's right? Good. That's not what it is. Um, it's a, it's a verbal recognition that should cause you to to praise to think I am I am able to go and ask the Father, request, talk, uh, pour out my soul because yeah, of the it's blood more of like a because of Je- because of you, Jesus. Yeah, I'm able like, to ask I this can, because I, of him. Yeah, I can yeah. come to you and ask. I have this. nothing. I'm that's not good. here by my own works or accord or anything. Yeah. So, do you think that you have to say that when you pray? No. Nothing. No, I don't. Because I, that was that was like the kind of the premise of us or the conversation that we were having. Like, no. if you don't say this, your prayer just smacks you, you back. Sh- you could start with it. You don't. <laughs> you could. You but you don't have to say it. It's it's right, it's a right. It's just is a habitual thing, yeah. and I do I do think there's something beautiful when we do it when we pray a recognition of why we're able to go. Yeah, I just wish good. it was more thought about than spouted. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, friends, thank you so much for submitting those questions and those documentaries and those TikToks that you wanted us to watch and um, touch base on. Um, if you, if to any of our listeners, if you do have any other questions, you can submit those on the church app. I got, wait, for the person who submitted the, um, the 1946, it. If you wouldn't mind resubmitting where you watch the video, because I, I, I feel like I'm doing a disservice if I can't watch it all. Yeah. If you hear this, please, 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 sit. You can be anonymous or reach out to one of us. Um, I would really like again. I joke. I'm somewhat joking when I said I wouldn't love to watch it. I, I like watching things I disagree with. It's mainly what I watch. So um, oh if <laughs> it's just weirdly true, um, it, send it. We, we really will. We'll have like a watch party. When I say a party, I mean like probably no, Will and we I. Won't. No, we won't. I'll be busy that day. I know you're not going to come. Don't I'll worry. do. I know you will. We're going to put it on the big screen. It's church. Woo! Big screen. All right. So, listeners, thank you for listening. Have a good uh, weekend. We're done. Hmm? Huh? What'd you say? Nothing. Go ahead. You interrupted my ending, and I, now it's all It's not. No. Let the music's going. Just say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions, submit them on the New Heights Church app, and we'll catch you next time. Watch for deer.